welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today we are playing Saratoga Fat Cats by the one and only ZBS Foundation that is, to- of course, Tom Lopez's legendary audio drama outfit based in Fort Edward, New York on the Hudson River Canal. Uh, they have their roots, of course, in counterculture of the 70s. ZBS was originally founded as a commune, which in its weird way, through the influence of dozens of creative souls, turned into this defining audio drama sound, uh, one of the defining um, uh, creative endeavors of audio in the post-old-time uh, radio era. Um, and of course, they're best known for Jack Flanders and Ruby serials, but they did plenty of stuff off that uh, beaten track, uh, Avengers in India and uh, Stephen King adaptations and, and others. But this one is close to home, at least their home, Saratoga. Uh, Tom Lopez, of course, if you've any familiar at all with his work, uh, quite aware that he is a deep fan of film noir and uh, loves that sort of quick, sharp dialogue and uh, the colorful characters and roughneck detectives, suave dames, all that uh, good stuff. Um, and in this one, those uh, char- colorful characters are in Saratoga. Um, this is called Saratoga Fat Cats. It's our sort of fi- farewell to summer serialized show. Uh, we'll be airing it in three installments. There are technically 14 episodes, each about 10 minutes a piece. Uh, so we'll do five of those episodes this week, five next time, and four after that. Um, this is recorded in binaural. Um, Tom actually has a little intro we'll mention in a moment. But uh, because of that, this is definitely one of those shows that is best heard on headphones. Um, the better quality headphones you have, the better. Uh, it can be listened to on in a stereo environment, but you won't get quite the full uh, richness of the experience of what makes binaural so special. So uh, let's kick it off, Tom, uh, a.k.a. Meatball Fulton. Let's hear what uh, Saratoga Fat Cats is all about. Saratoga Fat Cats. It's mainly actors from Saratoga Springs with a couple from Manhattan. And um, it was recorded on location in the streets and parks and coffee shops, cars, pickups, in a train station, hair salon, restaurants, bars, back alleys, in a cemetery, in a kayak out on the Hudson River and uh, various locations in and around Saratoga Springs. What's unique about this recording is the microphone. It's, uh, it's made by Neumann, a German company makes high-end equipment. And uh, it's, a, it's a full-size head with perfectly sculptured ears, and inside the head are inner ear chambers, and at the base of the chambers are the microphones. And, And uh, this head, for some reason, they named it Fritz. I have no idea why, but it's a good German name. And it's a binaural microphone. Their intention was to capture sounds the way your ears hear sound. You know, above you, below you, and all around you. So I hope you'll listen with headphones or earbuds so you can experience this kind of three-dimensional sound that Fritz hears. What the serialized story is about is Willie. He paints houses in and around Saratoga, and he loves to read cheap, pulpy detective novels. One of his favorites is a dirty-minded private eye by the name of Short Top Detroit. So here's episode one of Saratoga Fat Cats.
face. I could see her soft curves outlined by moonlight. She set a glass down, her lips sparkled wet with moonlight. Willie she let a cigarette the smoke slowly curled out of her mouth and drifted out across the moon. I thought we were meeting at Madeline's this morning. My fingers slid down the silky smooth chiffon, suddenly coming to a halt when they meet the warm flesh exposed by the thigh-high side slit Willie. of her gown. Willie, put the book down and pick up the dance ball. Uh, oh, Annie? You forgot. Well, I, I was, you know, I was pricing on the job. I just got someone bald. Get and... off it. You're reading that sorbid macho shortstop crap. You mean my hero, Short Top Detroit. Uh, I'll bet you got the book in your hand. He's not sorted. He's just got street class. You and your hard-boiled detectives. Detectives? Hey, listen, I'll be right down. Oh, forget it. I've got to get to work. Yeah, but how about lunch? Where? Her brow was jewel-toned satin with black lace overlay. I said where? Uh, Beverly's? All with cleverly angled underwire cups. No, you won't forget. Removable pads that gave her breasts a sensuous Are you reading while I'm talking to you? Huh? No, no, no. Oh, look, I gotta go. See you at 12. Be there. Bye. She stood there in the moonlight. I could see her body outlined. Her lips parted. She moved my hand slowly up between her warm... Yeah, Annie? Hello? Yeah, is this Wilson Saratoga Custom Painting? Yes, it is. Mr. Wilson? That's right. Hey, this is Lucas Truss. Lucas Truss? Yeah, we met briefly. Uh, at the Adelphi. He bought himself an island. Uh, do you know where I live? Out in the middle of the Hudson. Yeah, at the end of the East River Road is a dock. He built a fancy summer home. I'll have a boat waiting for you at 10. He picked you up in his boat? No, he's got a gardener. He was at the dock. Uh, why don't you step in? No black guy? No, he's not that old. They call me Shades. Shades. Shades Rod. Yeah. Well, this is the room. Huh. Is it the, uh, is the color? No, no, no. It's a wonderful color. If you like living in a room that's been painted Johnny Reb Ochre Yellow. Uh, Christy prefers colors like Martha Stewart Aztec Puce. Puce? Oh, puke. <laughs> Christy say Nicholas? Yeah. Just look at it. Doesn't it make your eyes itch? Well, it's, um, um, well, I, I brought some color samples. You mean the model? Luke buys this little fantasy island, builds his dream house, he hassles with that contractor to get every little detail perfect, and then... What was she doing there? He selects colors on the phone. That's and what, why what does we he have settle the on for the one here. room that should be the most relaxing? He'll repaint whatever you want. The walls, the ceiling, the floor, the furniture, me, you, you name it, all right? Well, I, I brought some color samples if you'd like to see them. You mean the same Christy St. Nichols that modeled those wet nipple clinging t-shirts in Sports Illustrated? Okay, when can you start? Oh, well, I could have a crew here by Monday. Get me on your crew, man. You are not going to have another crew here. You can paint houses. You get another bunch of guys here, and I am leaving. You can paint fences, chicken coops, chicken. Like she doesn't want more workmen around. Woodwork, murals, toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like they're ogling me. One painter. That's it. Lime is not what I call my favorite color. I know it's all a matter of taste, but if you've ever seen a salesman wearing a lime polyester suit, you know what I mean. Lime is not something you wear, it's something you squeeze. And then she walked in, wearing a thigh-length lime chenille robe so casually tied around her waist it looked like at any moment 
it just might slip open. And I thought, you know, now that is a really tasty lime. What's she like? She seemed okay. She's not that sexy, right? You mean up close? Yeah, I... Yeah. How close did you get? We shook hands. Nice hands? Firm grip. Is she really that glamorous? Glamorous? No. Is she just pretty? Well, more like just healthy. Healthy? Yeah. That's all? Well, she has muscles. Muscles? Yeah, I'd say she sort of looks like uh like a what? Like like a goddess. Goddess. <laughs> she sort of reminds me of um, of oh uh, Venus on the half shell. <laughs> but you said she wasn't gorgeous. I said she wasn't glamorous. <laughs> what was she doing? Lifting weights, barbells, dumbbells. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Was she wearing a t-shirt? Nope. Tank top. Hmm. No bra? Bra. Sweatpants? Nope. Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> White drawstring shorts. Ooh, I love drawstrings. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what about her feet? Sandals? No, she's working out. Oh, yeah. Nikes, huh? That's a French shoe. And her legs? Ten. Long. How long? Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, almost. No. <laughs> She's tall. She's tall. Half of her is uh, all legs. All legs. Hey, you see that black car there? Where? On the other side of the river. Behind the trees? Yeah, they've been watching this place. Does Lucas know? Yeah, he sure does. Fence? Huh. I don't know. Mob? Hmm. Maybe. You know how Lucas Trust got his money? No. I don't know, I'm asking you. I heard he's a billionaire. He's not a billionaire. I bet he's worth a hundred million. I don't think so. Fifty? Doubt it. Ten? Yeah, could be. <laughs> I poured myself another scotch and I thought about all the what-ifs that come with a classy dame like that. You know? What if things were different? What if I wasn't some cheap detective living in some sleazy novel? Thanks for lunch, Willie. Oh, oh, God. You're trying to tell me something? No, I got distracted. I got a call from Lucas Trust. The billionaire? Millionaire. He called you? Yeah, he wants me to repaint a room in his summer cottage. I heard it was a mansion. No, it's sort of a big, lavish summer cottage. How lavish? Like a small summer mansion. They couldn't kill a spirit. It's a lie. Hey, Berkeley. They killed Abby. <laughs> but not his spirit. It's a lie. It's in here, man. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I want you to keep this for me, man. What's in it? It's Abby's spirit. In this bag? Listen to him. Peace, brother. You didn't mention that model. Oh, yeah, her. Oh, yeah, her. I had gone to a cut above. That's Annie's salon. It was after closing. 
She said it was time for a haircut. She's Luke's girlfriend. Is she pretty? Yeah, I guess. You said she was stunning. I never said that. You did? Ow! That's my ear. You said she was a knockout and a half. I never said that. You told Rick and he told Selby. I didn't say she was stunning. I said she was sweating. Sweating? Ow! Yeah, she was lifting dumbbells. You are so full of crap. She was working out and she was all sticky and sweaty. How do you know she was sticky? We shook hands. Well, make sure that's the only thing of yours she's going to grab and shake, Willie. <gasps> Annie. Now, you didn't tell me she was sticky. She was working out with weights. What'd she smell like? I didn't get that close. We shook hands. Do you tell Selby everything? Wouldn't you love to taste her soft? Her what? With the sweat between her breasts. I don't want to hear this. Slide your tongue right down across her tummy. Hey, hey, enough, huh? Every time I see her sweating, I don't want to think of your tongue. And then stop at her belly button and make funny sounds. <laughs> Is that what you do? And slip down her belly, down to where it just starts to get real. All right, all right, hey, that's it. That's enough. I'm telling Selby. Whoa, hey, man. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you told her I said Christy was yeah. stunning, that she was a knockout and a half. Yeah, I might have embellished a little. I'm uh, not telling you anything anymore. No, no. No, don't cut me off. I won't say anything. Scout's honor. You weren't a scout. Well, I was in the army. Yeah. Okay. I've always had a fondness for lace. I like to feel it. I like looking through it like a sheer lace camisole. I remember that pucker lace top she wore, a scallop two-tone stretched lace orchid, yeah. The bra cups, they were what they call line for opacity. Now what the hell good is lace if you can't see through it? Why didn't you have rock over there? What do you mean? In Rocco Construction, they built this little mansion. Why didn't they repaint it? Oh, Berkeley Bob. Come on in, my man. They won't let him in here. No. Hey, BB, want a cup of coffee? Sumatra? No. French? No. Mocha Java? Okay. Okay. Sure enough, my man. Berkeley Bob never left the 60s. He was one of Saratoga's few true derelicts. He wasn't welcome in most places. He was a little smelly. Willie, how you doing, man? Eh, yeah, fine. How's Berkeley? Uh, it's all coming back, man. That's good. Oh, no, no, man, that's not good. The 60s? Fascism. Oh. Started with Reagan, Zap. He removed the rules. Then the corporations, man, we got corporate fascism. They're screwing the whole world, you know? Yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. I think it's yeah. just... Yeah, hey, the... we didn't have homeless, like, you know. You know, Reagan cut the money to the nut houses. They turned people out into the streets. Down in the city, you used to see old derelicts waving their arms, talking to themselves. And then one day, man, there's kids walking around East Village, talking out loud to themselves, just nuts, man. Reagan, zap, dumped them on the streets. I was one of them. 
Did you know that? You told me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Can, can, can you spare something? Oh yeah. You know, my stomach's a mess, man. <laughs> I'm a mess. Sure, man. Here. Hello, Willie. Hey, Christy. We'll see you Monday. Hey. Hey, Willie. Hey, hey. Uh, can you spare a little something? Oh yeah. Uh, here you go. Ooh yeah. Thank you, ma'am. And you, man, can you spare something? Sorry. No spare change, man. <laughs> change? No one wants change. They say they want it, but when it comes, they don't want it. Christy and Luke got in his Ferrari and drove off. And then Rick came out with coffee for Berkeley Bob. Man, that was one fine, foxy chick. Who's that? I'll bet she could be a Playboy bunny. Who's he talking about? Christy St. Nichols. What, here? She gave me five bucks, man. She was here? Yeah, she and Lucas. They're gone, man. Where? Drove off into the rising moon, man. Oh. Thanks for the coffee, Mr. Rick. Yeah, sure. The tomato and the cherry red stretch satin capri slid off her bar stool and came sauntering my way. I could hear the soft swish of satin, the soothing sound of her thighs rubbing together as she strolled by. Hello? Uh, is this Willie? That's right. That's me, Shades. What's up? Uh, my car won't start this morning. You need a lift? Yeah, I need a ride to Luke's Island. Where do you live? Off of Grand and Oak, between Walnut and Elm. Do you know where that is? Well, that's just north of Ash and east of Birch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's the yellow house in the uh, south side. All right, I'll swing around in a few minutes. That area of Washington, Grand, Birch, Ash, Walnut, Oak, Elm was once the black section of town. Saratoga was unique for upstate towns because it had a black community. Some came as servants in the 1800s, the early 1900s, when the rich spent their summers up here. Others came to work at the racetrack. Some of them liked Saratoga, and they just stayed on. I pulled up to the house and knocked on the door. Hey, you can't go out there. Come on, you gotta stay in. You got the whole yard to play in. Good morning, Willie. Yeah. Good morning, Shades. Okay, you guys, be good. And Sylvester, you leave Sweetenberg alone, all right? I'm ready. Let's go. I drove my trusty Toyota pickup out to Luke's dock. He has a barge on a cable that he uses to haul the heavy stuff back and forth to his island. I had a couple of ladders, tarps, brushes, rollers, and paint. Want some coffee, Willie? Yeah, I can use it. I could hear Luke's voice. He seemed a little disturbed. After a few minutes, he got pretty agitated. I never eavesdrop on any private conversations. Besides, I couldn't quite make out what he was saying. Your coffee. Oh, thanks. Hey, are you from around here? No, California. Really? San Francisco, really. I'm from Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, now I live in New York. I travel a lot. I model. Do you? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a funny way to make a living. Yeah, why is that? Oh, you know, it's... It's make-believe, it's playing with people's fantasies, you know what I mean? Mm, not really, no. Well, okay, wait, hold, look at this. Is this Victoria's Secret? 
Now, I never pose for them, but do you find these models enticing? Uh, yeah, a little. What's your first impression? Um, gee, uh, um, nice bodies. And? Tans, nice tans. Yeah, no scars, no freckles, blemishes, blotches, blue veins. Beautiful skin. Beautiful skin. Yeah, and perfect tans. Perfect. If, if you look, you'll see every model has exactly the same tan. Hmm, you're right. And I every pose is a come on. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> guess it is. And how often have women posed like that for you? Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> Are you married? No. You have a girlfriend? Yeah. Does she ever pose like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she's not exactly proportioned the same, you know. Uh, yeah. Are all her blemishes airbrushed out and computer enhanced? No. But she's really pretty. Oh, what's her name? Annie. Yeah, she runs the cut above a salon down in Saratoga. Oh, yeah. Yeah, haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she'd understand what I'm talking about. So, what do we have? 30 years of women's lib, and here's where we are? You sound like Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I do isn't that much different. I am a goddess. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> hey, listen, I have to go down to New York. When? Tonight. Oh, that sucks. I was thinking of her, the way she dressed. Leaning against that classic Woody DeSoto coupe wearing a stretch white t-shirt and indigo cargo pants. I remember the sound of her Velcro pockets as she'd slide her hand in, searching for the keys. I can still see the drawstring tied in a neat bow just below her belly button. I drove Shades back to his place after work. You need a ride tomorrow? I guess probably so. That mean yes? Well, it's an old car. I think they hand make the parts. It takes them forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that night, Annie and I went out for an evening stroll down Broadway. So, how's work? Fine. Is she modeling any t-shirts for you? No, she likes to walk around topless. <laughs> In your dreams. You'd like her. Uh, why? Well, she thinks modeling is a funny way to make a living. Why? It's make-believe, it's playing with people's fantasies. She really said that. Hey, Willie, my man. Annie, how you doing? Hi, Annie. Hi, Selby's. Have a seat. Oh, that tells me you're painting a house owned by some New York supermodel. Well, it's not her place. It's that rich guy, Lucas Trust. Oh, what's the view like out there, Willie? It's pretty. <laughs> I'll bet it is. Today, things were a little tense. Oh. This morning there was a car parked along the river. A couple of guys with binoculars were watching the house. Ooh, were the feds? I don't know. And then this afternoon, Luke got a phone call that really shook him up. You didn't tell me this. Where did he get all his money? Nobody knows. Is he a gangster? Well, something's going on. So tell me, how's Christy St. Nichols? She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> Willie says she's just a nice, regular sort of girl next door. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 white boy Rick. Hey, Willie. Selby. Hey, hey. How you doing, Brooklyn Bob? Hey, I'm cool. Always cool. Give you a cup of mocha java? Yeah. Yeah, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, do you, do you want to sit with us? Uh, no, 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 you, you know, I, uh, no, no, I, hey, Willie. 
So what do you think of Abby, huh? Right on, huh? Well, you know, I've been busy. I'm sorry, Berkeley. No, I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. That's, that's cool. Abby? Abby Hoffman? Yeah, yeah. He was special, you know? He loved his country, man. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, can I speak to Abby, please? Sure. Abby? Yeah? Uh, I've come to the conclusion that uh, the crusade of the United States is to rule the world with supply and demand charts. Do you uh, concur yeah. with that analysis? Yeah, yeah Xeroxed what? ones, yeah. Yeah, it's to Xerox the whole world. That's the aim. Yeah. Go ahead. Hello, Abby. Yeah, go ahead, man. Lady. Whatever your name is. Yeah. I like Abby. She <laughs> went to get you with a long <laughs> Another one. Oh, right. I've, 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 I've had over you 20 names. I should That's cool, man. Favorite all time hate letter said, Wait till Jesus gets his hands on you, you little bastard. I thought it was really in the spirit. I just loved it. And he hates. And you know, you're a very stupid Jew. You know that? <laughs> oh, that's right. And I'm a structural steel construction worker. And I'm going to put my brain on. I see you on your street. You son of a bitch. The next morning, chance to read a couple more pages of short talk Detroit. I opened the door and I stepped inside. I was feeling for the light switch when I heard the soft swish of gabardine like an arm being raised. I started to swing around and that's when I caught the sap right behind my left ear. Oh, my knees bent. The last thing I remembered was, relax, you're not going nowhere. Oh. That was a good place to break. I drove over to pick up shades. It was the same routine, shades talking to Tweety Bird and Sylvester. As we were driving toward Luke's Island, I asked Shade, Is Tweety Bird your canary? No, no, man, it's a cat. Tweety Bird is a cat? Yeah, a big fat cat. What about Sylvester? Yeah, that's another big fat cat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Luke asked me to take care of them. They're his? Yeah, Christy, she's allergic to cats. Oh. She said to Luke, it's the cats of me, so he traded two big pussies for one little one. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the gal and you got the cats, is that it? Oh, yeah, but I got the better deal. <laughs> Why is that? Because the cats love me. <laughs> oh, man, you're mean. <laughs> Just stating the facts, man. <laughs> hello, you're on the air. Yes, hello there, Mr. Hoffman. Uh, yeah. Is Abby Hoffman there? Uh, I, think he, uh, I think he went out. Well, I don't think so. I think he's right there. And I just want to say something. I think it went out, man. <laughs> no, no, my Abby, I think you have a myopic point of view. If you're Does that mean my vision is your mentality, then you're deficient in both. Let me say something else. You have no conception of what life is all about. Now, you accuse you of being a fraud. You're an exhibitionist. Uh, well, so, big deal. So, uh, so what? So I'm an exhibitionist. What else is new? What else is new? I'll tell you what else. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to scare you. No, I was just, you know, I was playing something. What are you listening to? Uh, uh, Abby Hoffman. Oh, I've never heard him. How could you not have heard of Abby Hoffman? I mean, he was part of the Yippies. Youth International Party. 
how could you know that and not know who Abby Hoffman was? Well, I said I hadn't heard him, not heard of him. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Can yeah. I hear it? Yeah, okay. You, you got a stereo here? Yeah, sure. It's under the drop cloth. Hold on. He really did follow in the footsteps of Lenny Bruce. They were both trying to use humor to wake people up, but no one likes it when you try to wake them. Yeah, both Lenny and Abby are dead. Yeah, Selby and I had dinner at Bruno's. Guess who was there? Bruno? How'd you know? You mean there is a Bruno? No, no, not a Bruno's Bruno. I mean Bruno Rocco. Rocco's construction? Yeah, Bruno Rocco. Bill Lucas's house. Yeah, I know. So anyway, it's 7 o'clock and it's packed and you know what it's like when the track's open because Bruno's is right across the street from the track and they don't take reservations. But every Thursday night, there's Bruno Rocco with his wife and kids and he's always got a table. Hey, Rick. How you doing? Hey, Bruno, my man. You know my wife, Shirley? Hello, Rick. Hiya, Shirley. Thursday night is pizza night. Shirley gets a day off, right? That's right. Hey, I heard you built a house out on some island. Yeah, Lucas Trust, that son of a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse my French. I'm suing his ass. Bruno. Oh, that bastard won't give me any money. Bruno. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had a contract, right? What do you think? Sure I had a contract. He reneged on the final payment. I had stonemasons out there doing all that fancy stone facing. I got all kinds of costs. Now I'm paying a lawyer just to get what that bastard owes me. Bruno! Now he's got some fancy New York Park Avenue's lawyer counter-suing me because he says I didn't do what I was supposed to do, that son of a bitch! Bruno! Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's not going to get away with it. I don't care what I got to do. He's not walking out of this, I'll tell you that. Mm. I wouldn't want to owe Bruno Rocco. You got a contract with Lucas? Yeah, a third up front, a third midway, the rest when I finish. Maybe you better get the rest before you finish. I woke up to the sound of a phone ringing inside my head. I was lying on the floor. There was something black and blurry about six inches from my nose. It was the pointed tip of a shoe, snake skin embossed leather, with an ankle strap buckle and a four inch silver stiletto heel. Willie? My eyes. 
eyes continued on up. She was wearing ribbed, textured, espresso-colored nylon stockings. The tops were edged with black lace fluid delume. Christy? Sorry to call at this hour, but someone shot at the house. What? Are you okay? Yes. Did you call the sheriff? They're here now. Is Luke there? He's still in New York. I can't reach him. How did the sheriff get on the island? I, I told him to bring a boat. Someone was shooting at the house? They shot out the windows on the west side. Oh, my God. Look, I, I know this. I know it's late, but... Willie, can you come out? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be right there. Luke is one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. Everyone sees him as some fat cat loaded with money, but he's always been really kind to me. But these last few days, he's been sort of crazy. And he won't say what's going on. He said, the less I know, the better. Hmm. That's funny. I wonder what it could be. He's not involved in some kind of... Christy and I talked until the birds started chirping. This time of year, they start about 4.30, just as it's getting light. She fell asleep on the sofa. I put a light blanket over her. She slept like a little girl. She still has that innocence. <sighs> I sunk down in a comfortable chair. Took a little while, but I finally fell asleep. up to the smell of coffee. She was standing over me, moving a cup back and forth, fanning the little wiggly cappuccino fumes toward my nose. Good morning. Good morning. Hmm. Hey, Shade's called. He didn't have a ride, so I told him not to come today. Oh, thanks. And I called the glass people. They'll be here in the afternoon. Oh. Why don't you take the day off? Let's go kayaking. Kayaking? It's a double kayak. Nothing to it. Oh. Okay. We paddled down the river. The current is almost non-existent at this time of year. There were water lilies growing near the banks. Geese and ducks scurried out of our way. There's a dam up river and one further down where the old paper mill used to be. There's barges and pleasure boats that travel up and down the Hudson. They use the canal. They bypass this part of the river. We have the river to ourselves? <laughs> Oh, over there on the bank is an old cemetery. The stones date back to the 1700s. What's that cement thing there? A mausoleum? It's a storage shed. For bodies? No. No. Whoever takes care of the grounds probably stores his stuff in there. There's falls up ahead. We better turn around. Okay. The falls aren't very high. Luke could shoot over them like nothing. He's a whitewater fanatic. Did you see that inflatable kayak on the cover of Sharper Image? I think Luke ordered one because FedEx called. They wanted to know how to deliver it. You should have said blow it up and paddle it over. Thank you.
kept rubbing the back of my skull. I was still a little groggy. She poured me a drink and handed it to me. I asked for bourbon on the rocks, I said. No ice. She said, I put the last cube in that cute little beanie ice pack you're wearing. You weren't home when I tried to phone you last night. There was a shooting on Luke's place. What? Someone was using the windows for target practice. Were they on the island? No, it came from across the river. You were there? No, no, Luke's down in New York. Christy called. She was scared. She asked me to come out here. You were there all night? I slept in a chair. I'm a little stiff. Uh-huh, yeah, I bet you are. Look, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of giving a client a shampoo, so we'll talk later. Uh, Bye. Is it okay? No, oh, Annie is a uh, concern. Do you want me to call her? No, 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 it's okay. Luke called. I told him what happened. He's driving up tonight. Does he know who was taking the pop shots? I don't know. He said it won't happen again. You spent the night with Christy St. Nichols? Nothing happened. Why not? Was Rocco really pissed off at Luke? Oh, yeah. What did they use, a 30 odd 6 I don't know. Rocco hunts deer. He does. There's one back every year. His office is like Antlersville. Really? <laughs> you ought to see it. There's antlers up and down the walls. There's even a moose head and a stuffed bear. A stuffed bear? Yeah. Guess Rocco's a pretty good shot. How good a shot do you have to be to hit a bear? You got only one shot. I guess. Willie, I've been thinking. Yes, honey? Everything is in a state of change. Relationships, commitments, obligations. No, nothing is the same anymore. I realize that, but that doesn't mean that something. Well, we, we just can't try to restrict each other. Well, I know. I was just going to say we that. We have I to just... give each other breathing space. I Okay, but I wasn't, I just... When you well, said I you mean, stayed was... overnight with her, well, you can guess what I was thinking. Well, yeah, but there wasn't anything. Oh, shut that... up. You know, you don't have to report to me. I trust you. You do? Yes, just don't lie to me. No, I would never... If I you would... do, I'll never be able to trust you, and if I can't be with someone I can't trust, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Her sleek, black, lambskin jeans cut with a low rise slowly unzipped and slid down her thighs. I liked the soft sigh of leather as it creased and folded against the polished marble floor. Beneath, she wore a string bikini, satin embroidered with a light lavender lace. that book you lent me, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Murder? I liked it. You did? Yeah, it's kind of a macho spoof, don't you think? You think it was a spoof? Sure, he's definitely spoofing Mickey Spillane. Ah. I really like the way he goes into detail about how women dress. You know, he has an eye for what they're wearing, even though they don't wear it for very long. <laughs> That's true. There's one thing he said that I really liked. We all want happiness. No one wants to suffer. He said that? Now that is true compassion. Do you know what I mean? No, not really. It's when you look at someone and realize that they are just like you. Even someone you dislike or you hate, 
They just want to be happy. They don't want to suffer. As I was pondering this, Luke came in. He looked sort of tired, burned out. He nodded to me. I was up on a scaffold. Christy was sitting on the ladder. Well, how's it going? Uh, a little slow. This is all you've done? I had to repaint the other wall. Why? Because I had to fill in the bullet holes. Oh, I see. The holes were kind of big, especially after the cops dug the slugs out of the wall. Yeah, 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 okay. I didn't mean... Look, I'm a little pissed off about it, all right? Okay. All right, I understand. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I wish I did. Well, one of the girls came over to me and said, what am I supposed to do with this guy? I looked over, and there was Berkeley Bob. He wanted a haircut? A haircut, a shampoo, a shave, a manicure, the works. Really? Yes, but he smelled, you know, like he hadn't taken a bath since the 60s. I know, I always stand up wink. He was smelling up the shop. People were doing funny little rabbit things with their noses. <laughs> hey, listen, Berkeley, you, you know, you just gotta take a bath first, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's cool. What did he say? He said cool, and he went off to the Lincoln bathhouse. Yeah? Yeah, he soaked for an hour, got a massage, and came back dressed in new clothes. Three of us worked on him. We gave him the works. What's the occasion? You getting married? Oh, <laughs> no. No, man, you know. I just, somebody just <clears throat> gave me money. That's nice. He told me if I got cleaned up, he'd help me out. Did he buy these clothes? He gave me stuff he didn't want. He gave you this? Yeah. Nice threads, don't you think? I guess. Listen, your hair's really a mess. Oh, cut it. Mow it down. Make it normal, you know. You sure you want that? Well, I hate to see it go, but you know, you, you get attached and... Uh, no way. Oh, it's got to go, you know. I know, you know, I know. I know. He was quiet after that. And then just before I finished and I was standing knee-deep in hair, he said... Well, I'll tell you why. I'm gonna go visit my mother. Where she lives? It's the Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Saturday. Pittsburgh. Far out. When's the last time you saw her? Decades, man. Hey, can I see what I look like? Oh, sure. Take a look. Ooh, ooh. Ow! Well, well you don't ooh. like it? Oh, what's to like? It's all gone. Well, you, you said you wanted it. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just, you know, I look... I look like I could be an accountant or, or FBI, man. I, I am one very straight-looking dude. Why do you think it was Luke who gave him the clothes? Fancy French tennis shoes, a, a Bajan polo shirt? No. I saw the label when I tugged back his collar. Why would Luke give him his clothes? Mm, uh, maybe he's a nice guy. <laughs> I like the cut of her trousers, a midnight blue pinstriped gabardine. I like the French cuffs, the loose fit around her long legs. I liked her trousers even more when she bent over to reach for another bottle of bourbon. I met Rick at O'Dwyer. So how's the cool and crispy Miss Christie? Listen to you, I like her. Who wouldn't? 
like talking to him. You get to talk to him much? No, I didn't. Things are a little edgy out there. Oh, I'd be a little edgy if someone shot out my windows. Yeah. Shades is thinking of quitting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Luke's not easy to be around. I don't know. I don't know why she stays with him. Money. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Don't be so sure. You got a billion sensors collecting information from all over your body. Sometimes all you have to do is sit still and let it come to you. Hey, you see Berkeley Bob? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard he got cleaned up. Some guy walked up to me and Mrs. London sat down and started talking, and I'm looking at him, thinking, where's this guy? And he laughs and says, Hey, man, it's me, Berkeley Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell over. <laughs> hey, look who just walked in. Lucas. Oh, he's looking a little blurry. Oh, boy. Do I not need this? Looks like he's tipped a few already. Well, I gotta go. See you later. Soda pop, Willie. I need something stronger. I don't think you don't need anything strong. Oh, yes, I do. Huh? Yes, I do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Hey, folks. Long, tall, solid. Gin and tonic. Right here. In a minute. They don't take all night, Tuts. Hey, Willie. Yeah, Willie. <coughs> See this ring? Oh, yeah. I've had this ring on my finger. It's a nice ring. Thank you. I've had this, what did I say? Did you see this ring? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you see this ring, Willie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice ring. Hey, I've had this on my finger for ever. Oh. <laughs> if someone wanted to rob me, they need a hacksaw uh-huh. or a cleaver. Mm-hmm. Or axe? With a... Maybe an axe. Axe! Just, oops! Oh, no. I think you have had your quota for the night. Oh, what do you sorry. mean quota? I just walked in here. Is he a friend of yours, No, Sally, it's just that, yes. And, and, yeah, 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 well, you better do the driving. Hey, 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 hey. I asked for a gin and tonic, please. I am not going to serve you. Hey, what the hell kind of joint is this? Really get him out of here. All right, all right, come on, come on, Luke. All um, right, all right, no problem. Hey, touch, no problem. <laughs> This place is a horse stable. That's what it is. And it has a, a, a homely horse face bartender. <laughs> Yay! Come on. Come on. Whoa, Nelly! Yeah. Come on, citation. <laughs> Mr. Ed. <laughs> All right, and that was the first of three installments of Saratoga Fat Cats. Of course, much, much, much more at ZBS, uh, as in zero bullshit, dot org. Um, they've got a great deal going now on Steam Dreamers of Inverness, one of their later Jack Flanders tales, half off at ZBS.org, and many, many other stories. Continue your audio investigations over there. Uh, in the meantime, check out RadioDrumRevival.com, over 300 hours of original audio drama programming there. Um, we also do have an app. Uh, search for Radio Drum Revival on the iTunes App Store or Google Play Market. 
Uh, learn about the latest in audio drama news by following us on Twitter, hit up at Radio Drama, or on Facebook, that's facebook.com forward slash Radio Drama Revival. Finally, of course, the podcast that you're listening to now is on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Again, just look for Radio Drama Revival. Simple enough. Um, okay, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival. Producer is truly Fred Greenhalgh. Our submissions editor is Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival is a production of Radio Drama Revival LLC. This podcast at radiodramarevival.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.